looking to get side of Font. Lafondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, today we'll be splitting our podcast into two. Uh, There's quite a significant event yesterday with the match. And this is the one that we're going to be starting. We're talking about that, how it went, the build-up and everything. And the second one will be about, yes, another defeat. But I would say a much better performance against Portsmouth. But let's get back to the march. And Alex, what's your kind of like overall mood? It's like not quite 24 hours on, but, you know, another day on. Is it... Pretty good about the march, in all honesty. Yeah, uh, it was it was really quite inspiring to see the fact that there was so many people who wanted to come out and, and you know make an effort and make their voice heard together and in a unified way. I think there must have been what twelve hundred, fifteen hundred people probably in total, and you know we ended up with fifteen hundred people closing the A thirty three down, which was pretty uh, unexpected you know we had multiple people from reading council speak two mps speaking um it, it was really you know quite i don't want to say cool because that's the wrong word but it, it was it was really good to see so many people actually care and actually want to you know see change and it's not just a case of people wanting it to see change and not necessarily doing anything about it they want to see change and they you know they're actively going to make their voice heard and make you know, make their opinion known. Yeah, and there were so many banners as well, wasn't there? I mean, we were arriving at Blue Collar at, say, 11 o'clock in the morning or just slightly before, and there is a part of you thinking, how many people are going to turn up here? There was a little bit of worry. Yeah, we all had that little bit of a fear. We felt that a lot of people would turn up, and thankfully they did. By the time it got to half 12, I don't know, I can't put an exact number on it, maybe 500, 600 at Blue Collar. Do you think that's fair? I'd say by half twelve, probably probably seven eight hundred at blue collar, and then it it kind of grew throughout the march, definitely, um, which was really cool. People joining like halfway down down the A thirty three, and by the time we got to Northern Way, I think there was a good group who joined there as well. But yeah, I mean, even when we got to blue collar, I think I got there just after eleven, and there was already a couple of hundred people there. Mm. Um, it was great seeing all people's you know banners and things like that. Saw some really good ones yesterday. Um, so uh, I mean, uh, what's your favorite one that you saw, Paul? Um, well, probably one of the favorite ones I saw was in the ground, but I'm not going to describe that one. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you know exactly the one I mean, but I'm not going to go into that now. Uh, there's so many of them I thought out. There were some that had used the words, um, you know, EFL in there and, um, uh, kind of combined it with wordage for, um, basically against our young there was another one that i like that took a photo of and put out on uh, epr saying it don't kill another one and the grim reaper with all the different doors of the clubs that he's uh killed so far and i quite i quite enjoyed the there was a, a child with one yesterday and they had a sign which basically said granddad dad me mm. my children with a question mark uh yeah. which I thought was pretty pretty inventive pretty good yeah that was i'll tell you what there was so many there though I mean, somebody had also printed out a load, which are very similar, and gave them out as well, which was uh, pretty good of him to do that. And, um, yeah, the handmade ones were, kind of like gave it that real authentic feel, didn't it? 
I, I don't I know about you, but I kind of like, I'd, I think they maybe were the best ones. Yeah, oh, definitely. I agree. Uh, did you see the uh, Die Young, please can I have your shirt? I don't know <laughs> who that was, but that, it was a handwritten one. I thought that was very, very inventive. Yeah. Obviously, is, it's like, it's, a, you know, not necessarily a amazing uh, message or anything, but it was quite funny. Got a laugh out of that one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Dave Kitson was there as well, and he was at the front. He had, I've got to say, his profile there was... Obviously, it's Dave Kitson. Everybody knows that. And his name has been chanted as we were walking along the A33. But um, quite low profile, wasn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, once we got up to the ground, people were, we were talking, or we had the speeches up at the ground. And um, there was chance at the ground once everybody was kind of gathered around in the fan zone, uh, asking for him to speak. He, he didn't really show his face though did he i don't know what happened to him i think he might have kind of like quietly slunk away once the speeches were, were coming to an end um so he didn't have to didn't have to speak on the mic i reckon it was the feedback alex on the old mic i think that's what like pushed him over the edge he's like i i don't do that i don't do that he's too <laughs> professional for yeah this is these things are the problems aren't they when you're just volunteers like we are but I just want to say a massive uh, thank you and shout out to everyone who attended because it was such an uh, uplifting event. It was quite emotional seeing so many people there when I was right at the front. One of those uh, annoying... I mean, what was it like at the front, Paul? Because I was right at the back. Okay, um, well, at the front, it was brilliant because you could actually, some points when there was a little bit of height, you could see a little bit of how far back it went. It's like snaking down the IDR. And you can see this bus behind it and you're thinking, you're going absolutely nowhere for about 40 minutes, are you? <laughs> it's like, no chance. But yeah, it was. And you can see all the MPs there at the front and the councillors and John Ennis. He was uh, did a really fantastic speech as well. I think without, without um, putting words into anybody's mouth, I believe one of the words from somebody at the council, don't know who exactly, was, we should be in the road I don't I don't care uh and ultimately it did end up in the road so well that's true because like I, I, when we got up to the stadium Matt I think it was Matt Rod who said um John Ennis had only been in, I don't I know which role is some kind of transport related role for only three or four months and he's already managed to shut down the A3 A33 for a few hours <laughs> it's like it's quite nice I, I thought it was really good that we was also uh conservative there and a Labour one so it doesn't become a political thing doesn't it it's it's a mixture isn't it and there's also Lib Dem involved as well before the match. and then one of one of the things that they they both kind of mentioned um when they did their speeches was around this the the king's speech next week which is kind of introducing government bills and one of the bills next week is around this football regulator and and obviously one of the things that's held before we die is kind of been pushing for is to get Reading as a test case um for this new football independent regulator and if the king's speech you know goes through next week with the bills uh, approved the the football independent regulators should come in hopefully very very soon fingers crossed and if we can get reading as a test case in in terms of you know pushing to get as as that as that first kind of example case for new clubs and seeing what that regulation and regulator is actually able to do and actually able to affect it it will give some credence as to whether it's actually worth having or not 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, no, it's a very good point that I think that, um, as I said many times before, that you look at Reading FC and obviously it is a complete mess, but there'll be other clubs right now just on the brink of that. <laughs> you know, to think anything else would be incredibly naive. We talked about this with Kieran Maguire on this podcast as well. And he would totally agree that, you know, it's just a matter of when these other clubs actually essentially collapse like we there's, have. There's, there's plenty of clubs who are one bad season away from it, right? Mm. Yeah, because they've gambled. And this one is actually bad season or one bad decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, problem is once you start gambling, ultimately you try and take a bigger gamble. And then the gamble just, as we all know, with betting addiction, which this has turned into an addiction for him, I think, of stupidity for Dai Young. Um, and we've ended up with this terrible scenario. But also a big thanks to everyone at Sell Before We Die for putting so many hours. I mean, ridiculous amounts of time. Basically another job, Alex, for people like yourself, Caroline, Sarah, Ellie, Dave. I mean, there's been so much work done. I'll be honest, yesterday afterwards, after the game, I had to just go home. I was... <laughs> Just you done. Did. I needed yeah. a break. <laughs> I was so spent. Um, you know, you sure did have some time in that vibrating chair there, didn't you, Alex? You, you know, you do like them. The massive. I saw it at the bottom of the car park in Broad Street, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit in that five minutes for a pound. That's a that's a bargain. Um, but yeah, it was it is is exhausting work, is what I would say. Um, it's. I mean, I had a message from I can't remember who it was, but I had a message on uh the cell before we die account earlier today or last night saying oh we should do another march soon and i was like i I couldn't message back but the amount of work which goes into that kind of thing is is honestly a lot of work it's a lot of hours for people um you know so full credit to everybody who's kind of put their time in in marshals yesterday even down to people like you know the staff and and glenn at blue collar because they don't normally have, you know, 800 people turning up at 11am on a Saturday morning, I'm sure. No, not normally. It did set it up brilliantly. I am, uh, yeah, with the speaker, with the, um, uh, sorry, with the microphones and everything. It was about perfect setup for that scenario. We didn't need anything better than what it was. It was like, it did the job and it was very effective. And um, uh, thank God it didn't rain. That was just a massive factor in the whole event, wasn't it? It helped a lot, yeah. And fingers crossed we can go down to Blue Collar at some point when there's actually, you know, good news as well. Yes. Yes, that would be amazing. So, yeah, it, the thing was, when we, I'm, I know we're going to do a separate podcast about the football, but I'm going to talk about uh, this in this context, about the match. But when you're 2-0 up after you've just had a match and you're playing against a team that hasn't lost for 25 matches, you do think this day can't be that perfect. <laughs> it can't be. And ultimately, you knew, even when we were 2-0 up, I was thinking, it's not going to end up like this, is it? it? You just know how it works for any football club. But that doesn't say I didn't enjoy going 2-0 up. That would be stupid. Part of, 
it's part of the hope, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think we spoke yeah and on the previous that. podcast, Alex, um, you were saying that we wanted some hope and to take the lead as well. So, yeah, one of the kind of um, things we spoke about with Dave on, or like after we got the bus back yesterday into town, was around you know how everybody expected people to lose. Yes, we were expected to lose, but it's actually the hope which kind of makes it a little bit more painful, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's really. But good I mean, looking. Some of the kind of coverage that the march got yesterday, it's it's very difficult to to now say that we're not on a national like national attention. Um, you know, we we're on the front page of the BBC Sport website yesterday during the march. ITV covered the march. BBC South covered the march. So I I don't know how many mentions we got on Sky Sports News yesterday, but was Danny from what I, there yesterday as well. Yeah, Daily Mail were there yesterday who are going to run a piece on it. There's The Times yesterday had a piece on Reading. Like, we've, we're all over the media at this point. Like, there is very, very little um, media that Reading haven't been covered in or are being covered in now at this point. Um, and, and things like the march yesterday are, you know, only going to add to that kind of level of attention that we're going to get. Yeah, 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 totally. And... That's exactly why so before we die was set up, wasn't it? To actually kind of like create media attention and raise awareness of our situation to everyone around the country and possible investors. And I think we will see what happens on the investment front. This is not the podcast for that. But I think on just the premise of raising the profile, I think it's been an absolutely huge success, Alex. I mean... I don't think there's anything more we could have done. And you've got to say, Ian has been a huge uh, help for that. Yeah. Um, the PR within sub void eyes has been really, really good in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Like the connections that the, that the group have got through, um, through Ian and Greg has been really good. They've, you know, absolutely kind of smashed it out of the park in terms of having the connections and having the right people there and making sure that basically the media know exactly what, we're going to be doing um and being able to report it and you know I, we could literally name everybody i'm not going to yeah. go for every name but you know it's as as we said lots of people put a lot of effort into it um and it really is kind of a, a real kind of group activity as it were um it's fingers crossed that it keeps us kind of keeps putting the pressure on to to make a sale and i know i've seen people mention around it you know well he's going to sell he said he's going to sell the club said he's going to sell like why is that not enough and ultimately until he has sold that's why it's not enough because he's still there and he's still in charge the whole name of the campaign says that everything sell before we die and at this exact moment he has not sold anything has he so i think he needs to you know pull his finger out basically just very really uplifting the whole thing yesterday the march was just i thought it was sensational to see people so many people from reading and from other places it was very good to see a brighton fan there as well yeah there wasn't we didn't see you know hundreds of fans from other clubs but to have a brighton fan there who i i didn't get to speak to her but i i saw kind of people reply to me afterwards on on the line and they'd said that you know she was there she said that their club obviously had gone through similar back in the late 90s and just basically wanted to kind of show some solidarity. That was really, you know, pretty cool to see. Yes, no Portsmouth fans there. 
but um uh, we will see how this uh plans out um just really good to see the people of reading do care and we know that they do really it just sometimes they take a little bit longer to get to that point and actually show the amount of passion that they showed yesterday but i think yesterday will go down as a big day in the history of Reading Football Club. Whatever happens now, just because of the amount of passion and desire for their club to survive and not be run into the ground. People do not want to see it disappear. It takes a lot for people to go out and do a march like that. And that just shows you what is possible if you start a campaign and there's a good core belief behind it. Just believe that you can make change if you really want to. Don't let people say that you can't. So thanks a lot for listening to this podcast. We'll be now be recording our one about the match. Will not be quite as much fun, but I don't know. I We'll see. We'll see. If you have enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And cheers.